It's a new year and a new chance for you to make a fresh start with your compliance. Port, we're going to be bringing you a daily tip, strategy, or idea that you can use to improve your program. Here's your host, Tom Fox, the Compliance Evangelist. Day 13, non-retaliation to improve culture. Retaliation against an individual who speaks up is a pervasive issue that not only creates a toxic work environment, but also discourages victims from reporting incidents. This means you must address retaliation and encourage reporting in workplaces. When employees harassment report harassment and face severe retaliation, it leads to a loss of trust in the reporting process. This fear of being labeled a rat or gossip often prevents victims from coming forward and seeking justice. To combat this issue, non-retaliation protocols are critical to protect individuals and to ensure legal compliance. Non-retaliation protocols must be put in place to encourage reporting. The fear of retaliation is deeply rooted in the perception of being a whistleblower or a complainant. Every compliance program must have strong policies, consequences for violators, and open workplace conversations to empower bystanders. Bystanders play a crucial role in identifying and reporting harassment, but often fear retaliation or loyalty conflicts. One vision is for individuals to report concerns without even realizing they are whistleblowers or complainants. This can be achieved by fostering a culture where employees feel comfortable sharing any observation that does not feel right. Real conversations between middle and senior managers and their staff are essential to emphasize the importance of raising concerns, no matter how small they may seem. There is a need for confidentiality in the reporting process. Protecting the identity of whistleblowers and complainants is crucial to ensure their safety and prevent further retaliation. We have emphasized the importance of continuous monitoring and taking action to address address incidents promptly. You need a culture which provides resources for workplace issues and emphasizes the importance of bystander involvement, strong retaliation policies, and confidentiality in the reporting process. By encouraging bystanders to come forward and protecting them when they do so, organizations can create a safer and more inclusive work environment. Balancing the factors involved in sexual harassment, retaliation, and encouraging reporting is not without its challenges, however. Employers must navigate the trade-offs between protecting individuals and maintaining the integrity of the reporting process. However, The long-term benefits of creating a workplace and culture where harassment is not tolerated far outweigh the challenges. The Me Too movement has highlighted that addressing sexual harassment and discrimination is not solely the responsibility of the victims. It is everyone's responsibility to speak up when they witness inappropriate behavior, regardless of whether it directly affects them. The shift in mindset is crucial to creating a culture of accountability and support. Addressing retaliation and encouraging reporting in workplaces requires a multifaceted approach. Strong, non-retaliation protocols, open workplace conversations, 
and the empowerment of bystanders are key factors in creating a safe and inclusive environment. By prioritizing the well-being of employees and fostering a culture of trust, organizations can effectively combat sexual harassment and ensure compliance with legal and regulatory requirements. Most importantly, it will drive home a culture of compliance which will help if a regulator ever comes knocking and enhance your overall business. So what are today's three key takeaways? Number one, you must have robust policies and procedures against retaliation. Uh, It's critical to have everything in writing so that everyone understands the rules. Number two, bystanders are a key to a robust culture. And by bystanders, I mean bystander reporters. It's one thing we've learned from the Me Too movement is that bystanders are equally responsible for reporting what they see, and they must be protected in against retaliation. And number three, always remember that failure to protect whistleblowers will destroy corporate culture. This is Tom Fox again. I'd like to tell you about an exciting new tool that I have developed with Sam Silverstein, head of the Accountability Institute. It's called the Culture Audit. We're going to premiere this tool at a webinar on Tuesday, November 28th at noon. I've linked to the webinar in the show notes. In this webinar, you will learn how you can assess the current state of your corporate culture, how you can use the cultural assessment audit as a gap analysis, and how you can use the cultural assessment audit as a roadmap for remediation, and how this process will provide a documented auditable trail if a regulator ever comes knocking. I hope you'll join Sam Silverstein and myself on Tuesday, November 28th at noon central time, where we premiere the new software tool, Thank you for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed this podcast, I hope you'll subscribe, rate, and review wherever great podcasts are listened to. The Compliance Program is a part of the Compliance Podcast Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.